think about it. Everything's polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on uh, 92 FM tonight. It feels like a nice, clean little band. Oh, no, isn't it? Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere. Uninvited. Dirty, soft, and nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. It's five o'clock. You care what the mainstream media says? Check. Chickity check, check, check. <clears throat> Why? Why did you do that again? Chuck, Chuck, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, it, it's choosing, it keeps changing the opposite driver for my road. Something's up. What's going on, fam? Good to see you guys out there. Happy Monday. I finally got everything working. My second USB card. I now have, I went from three USB 2.0 ports and an extender that stopped working on me. As you guys learned, I kept having stuff turn on and off cameras working, not working shit like that. Um, so I had, uh, the first PCI express seven port, um, USB 3.0 come in on over the like Thursday. Second one came in over the weekend. Cause once I knew it was working fine, I'm like, good. I now have, 14 USB 3.0 ports plus the four that I need for just the normal stuff. So I no longer have USB problems. Plus, thanks to you guys, I upgraded my internal hard drive to an extra gig. So I no longer have my problems with recording and things like that that I had. I was constantly having uh, issues with that because of my memory problems. So now I no longer have that issue either. Everything is running great, including the new view, the new side view. Hope you guys are kind of enjoying a little bit different uh, things for, for just kind of an intro or just kind of hang out between us and you guys. So that's the new view. That's the um, the official studio here, as you, as you can see. I don't know. It, it's still a work in progress, all right? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. I just... Um, I'm just kind of throwing stuff together and seeing, uh, you know, seeing how stuff works. I just want, I was, I want to be a little bit different than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's always the same. I'm just, 
I'm just trying to find something a little different. Um, I would really like, I used to have uh, piranhas in a 55-gallon tank with, with Oscars. And having the Oscars, two Oscars together with the three piranhas, man, they was, it was cool watching them uh, interact and stuff. So I, I'd like to go back to getting that, but then I'd have to put the tank here on this wall, which could be kind of cool, too, having the fish tank there. Um, so I don't know. <clears throat> That's going to be a work in progress. Maybe going forward, we'll see. We'll see. But the most important thing is, is the You Are Not Forgotten uh, painting by John McNaughton, which is kind of a, a um, you know, a rallying cry for me and a lot of us. Um, you know, there was a time when, when Barack Obama stole the second term because there's no way that he won that second election. Uh, when he stole that second term, there was a time when we thought, we thought everything was over, dude. We thought that the future was screwed. Uh, we had, we had officially lost America and you know, it was, it was a raw, it was a rough time. And, um, after last week, <laughs> having seen what happened last week and, and just seeing how things played out, man, it, um, it just reminds you, you know, it, it reminds you that number one for me, if I could, if I could, you know, not brag a little, but feel a little bit okay about what we're doing here for me, a validation of everything that I've ever done <clears throat> in front of a microphone, in front of a camera, or, um, you know, I've made my mistakes, so don't get me wrong, but uh, just a validation of doing the right thing. Just, just, you know, you, (laughs) you just think like, okay, this, this meathead voice is just not breaking through and I'm just, I'm wasting my time here. But after weeks like last week, it reminds you, it re-energizes you or, you know, for me, it does. It, It just, I just thoroughly enjoyed this weekend. I, I walked around for the first time for no reason whatsoever with a smile on my face <laughs> this weekend. I seriously did. Like I had a whole new a whole new outlook on life and our country and the future. Um the the significance of Friday cannot be overstated. And if you missed my Friday show, I hope you'll go back and watch it. The wrong mic is picking me up, I figured. I figured it's, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what I did last time to fix it, but it's not, it's doing the same bullshit again. It should be picking up my pro multi-channel. Check, check. Hey, that may have fixed it. <clears throat> five by five, Pleiades. So yeah, I'm 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 with you, Keith I'm pumped, man. I'm just so the like for the first time, man. This weekend, I, I literally like I got a chance to to work on on our house, our own land. You know, we 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 lease here, but whatever. I, I have a I have a little yard, you know, and they had it professionally decorated like ten years ago or some shit, and it's got like the coolest plants you'd ever want to see, and those roses or whatever the hell they're called, the vining roses that you guys corrected me on. Um, I, I I don't know what the, I don't know what the hell any of this shit calls. It's a rose is a rose is a flower is a flower. All right, still the wrong mic. <clears throat> 
So, I, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. I don't know. I don't know why. I sound like I'm in a bathroom, huh? Damn. Maybe it's picking up the GoPro mic. Um, capture. Uh, that didn't work. It didn't like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Stupid thing, sorry. I th I, that may have fixed it. <laughs> yeah, but it's it sounds tinnish. What the hell? Okay, now I'm going to have to sit here and fix this. The first mic sounded better. Huh. It's got to be picking up the GoPro. It's got to be picking up the GoPro mic. Um, let's see. Can you hear? Yeah, you should be able to hear me. Um, are you picking up my GoPro? How about now? Fixed? Bonus. I, I need more settings is what I need. I, I need OBS to basically have about 50 more settings to where I can change like every little freaking tiny thing that I never know what the hell I'm doing. That way I can never find the stuff that I really need. All right, we're five by five now. All right. I appreciate it. It sounds fine. It's, I mean, it's a expensive professional setup. It, it So the, so Polydius notices when it's not quite right in the reason why I have this set up is to have the quality for the podcast. So I appreciate you guys letting me play with that. <clears throat> okay. So for me, it was just incredible, right? And same for you guys. So got to um, hang out this weekend and just kind of work on the yard. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the, the trimmer out and, and the tiller and worked in the, in the, in the uh, flower beds, cleaned up all the weeds and all that crap, you know, just trying to make it look the way it, sh it should look. And so got that all done and got tinkered in the garage and uh, got my mower ready to go. My final parts for the mower came today, so I should have a, a full-fledged, uh, brand-new, used, 20-year-old mower now. Uh, I'll probably have, you know, a couple more problems with it here and there, but that thing runs great, so I'll be able to have the mower back. I'm going to cut the grass tonight after I get that going. Still sounds like I'm in the bathroom. Really? Polydius, check that for sure. Seriously? Um, so, yeah. So, there's a lot of cool stuff, like, just, you know, in general, with my myself personally, that's happening, which is pretty cool. Um, audio, separate, uh, desktop audio, mic auxiliary audio, pro multi-channel.
Check, check. Huh. Why is... Is that any better? Desktop audio. I'm going to put it to default. And that, that way I can select it directly from here. Which, in theory, it says default. I don't know. Is that better or worse? <laughs> I keep true. Yeah, I was chopping down all kinds of weeds and shit, so I got all that stuff done. And uh, So anyways, that was my weekend. I hope you guys had a great weekend as well. I'm trying to uh, have a disjointed uh, intro to the show here today. Uh, yes, it is directional. It's, uh, this mic here is, uh, is the one that should be picking it up. But there's a mic in my webcam and there's a mic in the GoPro. Same bathroom. <sighs> you know, sometimes it's just the, the, the little things in life that you, you just want. You just want things to work the way they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Like you just want to turn shit on. Check check. I don't know. I don't. I don't freaking know, man. I don't. I'm just gonna have to deal with what this is for now, and I'll have to play with it tonight. Hopefully, that did something. In theory, that may have done something. <laughs> it's good enough to do a show. Never good enough. You don't mean. Uh, let's see, resolution, flip vertically, capture audio only, use custom audio device. Last time I did this, it did not work. like this. Yeah, see, it's not liking me, so I custom audio. I don't know why. I don't know. All right. Um, anyways, for some reason, it's it's going to your OES source. That's what I've been, I, I know what to do, Glenn. Thank you. Um, all right. Um, so, Q posted. It is better now, you think? Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. Good to see you out there. Hope all is well over there on Facebook and the rest of you, everyone else over there. All right, um, Q posted. I don't know. <laughs> I knew everyone was going to ask. I don't fucking know. I know what the Anons know. I know what Jim told me. I know what the rest. And it seems legit, okay? That's that's what we know. It seems like whoever had the original passcode for the original queue is is um, has posted again. So, you know, you I, for me, like I always do, I, I use discernment with everything. And when I read a post, like some of the posts that I read live that when Q dropped, I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? How is this shit helping anything? You know, so I don't know. Um, I don't think, no, I do not think Jim is fucking with people. Jim's not that kind of person. Um, that's definitely not it. Um, I, I'll say this, okay, can I personalize it? Is that okay? And you just take it for what it's worth. I, and I don't mean this as this is what happened and this is why it happened or whatever the fuck, but... This is what it felt like for me, from my perspective only. It felt like a hat tip to me, and I don't know why. It's the first time ever that I've had a key post that's, that felt like it spoke to me. I was praying medics say, 
See, here we go again. It's like, I need to know what this person said about it, because then I'll know how to form an opinion. What is with that? You think, what is it, Praying Medic is the know-all-be-all of Q-Post? No, he's not. In fact, Praying Medic's decodes over the past have been less than stellar. But hey, let's not talk about track record. I have nothing against Praying Medic. Let's talk about the truth. All right, his track record around Q is not very good. But hey, let's all go talk to Praying Medic. I don't get it. Like, what is that? It, whatever Praying Medic says about Q is the truth, and nobody else has an opinion that matters? Sorry, I don't mean that to, towards you, Elkhorn. I'm just saying in general. So for me, it felt like a hat tip to me. Friday's show, I felt for me, was the best show I've ever done. Just in summing things up around us. Okay? Around our movement, everything that we've been through. <laughs> I get it. I'm just, I know, I understand well, Claude. It's just, I start to see this on Twitter, these, these like clicky groups and stuff. It's, come, they're all, it's all coming back again. You know, you got your clicks of people, right? You know what I'm saying? And they each only, you know, promote and share each other's stuff. And like, okay, if you need to know the truth about something, well, what did Pray Medic say? And it's like, seriously, have you looked at the history of Pray Medic's QD codes? They're 90% garbage. No offense to Dave. I have nothing against him. But his his history of Q-Post decodes is laughable at best. He, he uses religion to spin it into some kind of religious thing. That's where the whole cult thing comes from is people like Dave. I just give it to you the truth. You take it for what it's worth. Shall we play a game once more? As I finish up the show on Friday, I'm coming down off of a high of just one of the, what felt like my best show ever. I take the wife out for dinner. We're sitting around next to the water watching the boats. The, the sun's setting. We're chilling and I see something come up and Q, Q just posted. It, it felt like a hat tip to me, okay? Now, those of you who have been with me for a long time know that I've been involved with somehow in some way, and nobody knows really how, but we've all been working very hard to, to try to save this country. And, you know, it, um, it... So, for those of you that are part of the uncensored crowd, that have been on this journey with me, it's not just a hat tip to me, or not just a hat tip to Uncensored's family. It's a hat tip to us, the team, the, the people who really are not trying to take a cute post and spin it into a show for profit. No offense. But there's plenty of that going on out there. There's no shortage of people who will take cute post and dissect it to a point where... For some reason, people still fucking watch that shit. I can't fucking figure it out, dude. I can't, I cannot figure it out. But people love conspiracy style stuff and like out there thinking stuff. I can't do it, okay? I I, I look very deeply at Post. I study them deeply. I do my own research on all of them. Everything I do before I get in front of a mic, I don't just, I'm not just coming up here like, well, I do spitball it a lot, but... Uh, on specific topics, I, I I give you an informed opinion on stuff. That's why the audience comes to listen to me. Not because I want to try to spin a cute post into some dollars. And there is no shortage of that going on out there and people just eating it up, dude. It's fucking crazy, man. It's crazy to watch the people who are supposed to be the most awake like, fall for the dumbest shit ever. Like, the, the people who I respect that fell for the JFK Jr. stuff. 
you know the the people that i respect that fell for the i don't know the timestamp geomat geom all the crazy i mean there's there's a lot of interesting things that are happening on that front in but what what is it really that matters about this that's what we have focused on i and i always say we because we are a team i expect my chat to correct me if i get something wrong i expect Glenn to call in on Friday if I misspoke on Thursday and say, "Hey, you said this on Red Pill, and I'm not quite right, bud. You might want to you might want to take a look at this." And then I I got into an argument with some schmuck on fucking truth that said the same uninformed opinion that I had and didn't look into it. Just heard what somebody else said, and then, you know, puppeted it like a good little parrot. No shortage of that kind of stuff happening out there. And that's why what we do here is just present, for the most part, I give plenty of my opinions, but present, for the most part, the opinions that are out there, the present the information that is in front of you, and allow you to come to your own decision and not try to uh, sensationalize a show to make it be like some this big, huge presentation of, did you see what X-22 did today, Al? Did you see it? Did you see what Dave put out there, Al? Al, did you see what SGT report put out there? Did... You know, and it's like, you got all these people, and it feels like they're fucking just trolling the fuck out of me, because I'm just like, I am not interested. I respect what they do. I respect their audience and their audience's discernment to understand the amount of spin that goes into half of the crap that's, that's presented out there by people who are supposed to be awake and so I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. I know this. And Anon posted, throw us a bone, Q. We've all been waiting for what seemed like an attorney. What's going on? It had to be done this way. It had to be done this way. To me, the done stuck out. The done stuck out. Is this why we are potentially seeing Q come back? Because if you search Q posts... You get one post that says it had to be done this way. You get two that say it had to be this way. And it's one of the ones that I've been reading over and over on our show. Shall we play a game? Nothing can stop what is coming. CISA and the truth around the corruption therein, CISA, that facilitated the steal against President Trump. More coming, why is this relevant? How do you show the public the truth? How do you safeguard U.S. elections post-POTUS? How do you remove foreign interference and corruption and install U.S.-owned voter ID laws and other safeguards? It had to be this way. Sometimes you must walk through the darkness before you see the light. Bunch of people out there aren't liking that message. Because in our now, now, now culture... Everybody expects everything to happen when they demand it, not when it's going to happen or when it has to happen or the timing of things that are maybe things that we don't understand. It's pretty cool to watch. And if Q comes back, I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. Who is Jane Rowe? This, this is a, a post on June 25th, 2022, right? 
those of you that watched my show on Friday, right? I, I'm not just I'm not just fucking saying shit. I don't do this. This isn't stuff that I do. Other people do this stuff. But I'm I'm saying, did you watch my show on Friday? What did you What did you hear me say? What did you What did you watch me present? Who was Jane Rowe? Okay, first of all, got that. How do you control generations of the populace? We definitely discussed that. 50 years of conditioning, 50 years of propaganda, 50 years of lies, peaceful protests, riots, summer of love redo. What happens when you corner an animal? Midterms, Democrat power implosion, Q. Establishing comms, Q. Multiple devices, I would assume. Um, and we'll see. That's what that's what we have. That's what we have. And again, I'm not I'm not hat tipping myself. Because the Anon community is what presents information that I dig into that I then present to you. So don't look at this as I'm taking credit for this. I'm saying the summary of where we are at in the, the Great Awakening, we're on point and our well-oiled machine is on fire. And I think that, that I feel like this is a hat tip from the Q team to say... Man, you guys are you guys are on fire. You're killing it right now. And you should take this, all of you, Anons and Patriots and anyone else out there who is in the fight, you should take this as a we're rolling now. That's what I think. That's what I think. And then I have then you have this. Alright, that was the last post. There hasn't been any new posts since. Let me double check. There hasn't been any new posts yet. But then President Trump holds a holds a rally Saturday in Q-Town. <laughs> she got a fucking love. Trolling the hell out of the media again. I, I love that they're using Q to troll the media now as much as, as uh, they hate Q. Like, I, I, you got to love that. <laughs> One of the things that President Trump said this weekend that I think is a hat tip to Q, I think everybody else missed it. So I'm going to give you my take on this, and you can take it for what it's worth. I think all the other stuff is the air cue stuff I've never really gotten into. I never really, I find it interesting, but I'm just like, eh, you know. He could be just circling somebody and pointing at them, you know. Like, you guys over there, now he could be pointing at people that are cue people, whatever, right? It doesn't, to me, that stuff doesn't matter. What matters is how President Trump had tips. And what he did was, is he said... Enemy of the people. He, he talked about the media and about them being enemy of the people. And I think that was so important because I don't think I've ever heard President Trump say that before. Now, I could be wrong. I just, I don't think I've, I've heard it in the context that he said it in Illinois. And so when you search Q post for enemy of the people, you get nine that are capitalized, four that are lowercase. Right? So let's just break it down to just the four that are lowercase. Let's go for the, the, the small selection. December 3rd, 2018, 2539 came in. The public is about to learn that the DOJ, again, I'm not taking credit for it. I'm saying us as a community, it felt like a hat tip. And for me personally, it felt like a hat tip. I'm just showing, I'm just expressing to you how, how I felt. The public is about to learn that the DOJ, FBI, and other U.S. foreign assets have been actively working behind the scenes in one of the largest criminal investigations in modern-day history. 
D-class, purpose, illuminate the truth, people. Transparency is the only way forward. Controlled media, enemy of the people, Q. Let me read that again. I, exactly, just stay on the mission, right? But enemy of the people. December 3rd, 2018. Let me read this again. Listen to this carefully. The public is about to learn that the DOJ, FBI, and other U.S. foreign assets have been actively working behind the scenes in one of the largest criminal investigations in modern-day history. D-class to purpose to illuminate the truth to the people. Transparency is the only way forward. Control media is the enemy of the people. Q. Are we about to see the collapse of the mainstream media? January 7th, 2019, 2664 came in. There are three Donald Trump statuses. The first one, will it, will it come up? No, it will not come up because it's from a suspended account, of course. The only reason why it's suspended is because of key posts. With all of the successes our country is having, quote, including the just-released jobs numbers, which are off the charts, the fake news and the totally dishonest media concerning me and my presidency has never been worse, many have become crazed lunatics who have given up on the truth. The fake news will knowingly lie and demean in order to make the tremendous success of Trump administration and me look as bad as possible. They use non-existent sources and write stories that are total fiction. Our country is doing so well, yet this is a sad day in America. The fake news media in our country is the real opposition party. It is truly the enemy of the people. So there you go. He did say it again in, in 2019. We must bring honesty back to journalism and reporting. Compare and contrast. Ring a bell? Think drop yesterday. New narrative created. Refusal to provide coverage of successes. Why is this important? Sometimes making a connection leads to uncovering evidence, truth, information. February 16th, 2019, 2743 came in. It is a Breitbart Media article. Um, networks refuse to cover sentence, no Russia collusion report. How do you know when the media is biased and pushing a, a knowingly false fake narrative disinformation campaign designed to buy them more time by attempting to con enough people in order to remove the duly elected POTUS in order to save themselves from prosecution? Enemy of the people, Q. July 27, 2019, 35-20 came in, redefining the word patriot. Google's patriot synonyms, nationalist, loyalist, isolationist, and xenophobe. Merriam-Webster, patriot definition, one who loves and supports his or her country. Q post from 2-21-2018. Remember this post? Patriot versus a traitor. God, I love it. What just happened? Okay. And then it puts uh, enemy of the people, Q. Uh, IET got queued under enemy of the people. You are the news now. Facts matter, Q. And then Mayor Bowser's status. I'm sure this one's still up because that's how insurrectionists work. They only allow their own information. Mayor Bowser, New Jersey Governor Murphy, I request you remove your National Guard from our city. They were brought to the district without my knowledge and request. I appreciate your service, but your presence encroaches on the rights of 705,000 taxpaying residents. Huh. Isn't that interesting? June 5th, 2020. 
4428, a letter from Mayor Bowser to, to the governor of Virginia saying, can you get your National Guard out of my city? <laughs> hmm, what's really happening behind the scenes? Another, attempt another to remove White House protection. Ah, so it was White House protection. Ask yourself why, enemy of the people, Q. There you go. So there's the summary of what I heard from this weekend and, and the summary of QPO. So take it for what it's worth. You know what I mean? I, I took it personally, uh, you know, internally. I think probably a lot of you that are out there did as well. And I think you should. I think I think that's exactly what was meant behind it. I think it was meant to be a hat tip to us. And whether or not Q uh, ever posts again, who knows? But uh, in the meantime, that's my take on it. And we'll see. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll just vet the information if Q ever posts again, and then we'll, we'll go from there. So we'll take it for what it's worth uh, day by day and use our discernment that we've, uh, you know, as a team, and we'll figure it out. So there you go. That's, that's the facts that I know. All right, let me get to a lot of the news. I see a lot of you want me to get to the news out there, so I'll get to the news here. I just wanted to say hello to everyone out there on the Fox World. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate you guys very much. Mez, thank you. Things to start prepping. Beans and rice in Jesus Christ. Amen, Mez. God bless you. Good to see you out there. Popcorn Q says, I think some fear we will focus on Q instead of our elections or our gains. Um, yeah, well, there's plenty of people out there that help mislead people that way too, don't they? Tam Growl, good to see you out there. Thank you for the cookie. Popcorn Q, can you um, think Q took a page out of Trump's book, wants to see who is or who is not loyal? I don't think so. I think, I mean, they're going to have to... Like I said with, um, I think it was with Belushi or whatever, hanging out with those guys over the weekend. Um, it, they're going to have a serious test to bring back the Anons, right? They're, you're going to have to really prove that it's that it's you in order for, for Anons to want to hop on board the way they did in the past. So we'll see. You know, in the meantime, just take it for the hat tip and we'll see whatever Q, Q posts in the future from there. Popcorn Q, also thank you for the ship, man. Thank you. Happy Monday. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. Uh, in prayers. Uh, Kent, Tim, thank you very much. Thank you very much for that as well. Thank you for the can. I appreciate you. Uh, Tennessee Tim, Lard Ventimore's in the house. EO, good to see you out there. Carrie Lake hanging on. Patterson, you're good to see you as well. Much love. Sorry about the mic problems again. Hopefully it's it's okay. How you, How is the mic to you guys out there? Let me say hello to everyone over there on Rumble today. Good to see you guys working your way in here today. Just Mojo, good to see you. Much love. Thank you for being here today. Chris and Politius, thanks for, thanks for the mods for all you guys do out there. Much love. I appreciate you guys. Um, Ilda the Huns in the house, they are beautiful people in a beautiful purple. All those, those flowers or whatever they're called. Yeah, indeed. Denise, good to see you. Much love. Hope all is well. Go back to the last settings. Oh, figures. <laughs> if boom, doing went now, went back to any. All right. So where's it at now? Tell me where the mic's at right now. Is it okay? Is it still not the quality that it used to be? Let me, let me know what, let me hear where you're at on that front. Um, place your bet on that Ghislaine will not make her sentencing hearing tomorrow in Manhattan. It wouldn't surprise me. We'll see. Um, I think there's there's probably more to come from that as well in the near future. We'll see. Hey, EO, good to see you out there. What's good, Twitch crowd? Comfortably numb, resubbing. Thank you very very kindly for the resub. I appreciate that. Uh, much love. And Johnny B's in the house. O OG Mary, good to see you. OG Wiz. What's up, Wiz? How are you? What's for dinner? I'm sure you already put it in there. Well, Cloud, thank you for being here today, guys. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, Bribo, don't tread on me. Really shows you are, who are doing it profit compared to the ones that are real patriots. It's it drives me nuts, but it it is what it is, man. I don't, I, 
It is what it is. Uh, uh, Wiz says, wait till you see my post in Discord, shits and giggles. I hope you still like me after I read it. <laughs> I'll check it out. Um, Pray Medic's dreams never come to fruition. Yeah. People get into that shit, man. I don't know, dude. It just... I don't know. I, I just can't stand it, man. I just, but to each his own. There's a there's an eclectic crowd of people out there that believe in a lot of different things. Who's to me to, to judge them? I'm not judging them. I'm just saying there's a lot of other important stuff that's happening out there. DDT, keep praying for the Holy Spirit and give you discernment and truth. Amen. Please, please, I need those prayers. I'm go I need all the help. Um, pork something. Gotcha. Uh, did you guys see my uh, wings from this weekend? Man, they were awesome. Sounds like the system, Mike, figures. Yeah. I'll have to play with it. I, I, I checked everything and it looked fine. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but nonetheless, should I get to some news today, guys? Thanks for being here today, guys. I appreciate you. I'm late. Did you play the song? <laughs> I forgot I meant to do that. <laughs> uh, good to see you, Michelle. Hope all is well. Uh, yes, the new Q post. It's uh, it'll be a fun ride. So, all right, let's get to the rest of the show here today, guys. I got some good stuff for you today, and let's hop to it, shall we? Um, I wanted to hear from Archbishop Vergano. Uh, there's some more Supreme Court stuff that came out today, so we'll cover that. Uh, FBI back in the news, and um, a lot of other stuff, and then we'll see what else is breaking out there today. So, some good stuff lined up for you guys today. Hope you guys hang out. I think they all mean well, Tam Grau. I think everybody means well. I just, I don't, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if people realize that sensationalizing stuff doesn't help. It makes things worse. I just, but whatever. I don't, I do what I do right, and everybody else can do what they do, and I'll just stick to it. So, um, Archbishop Vagano, I wanted to hear what he had to say uh, with regards to the abortion. Six minutes of your time, and allow me my voice a second to rest, and then we'll get to the rest of the stuff. On June 24th, the Supreme Court of the United States of America, overturning the 1973 Roy v. Wade decision, healed a constitutional wounds, a wound, and at the same time restored sovereignty to the individual states after almost 50 years. The decision of the Supreme Court did not rule on the right to abortion, as the mainstream narrative claims, but rather it has overturned its obligatory legalization in all of the states, returning the power to decide about the profound moral question of abortion to the people and their elected representative from whom Roy versus Wade had removed it, contrary to the mandate <coughs> of the United States Constitution. Thus, the attempt to intimidate the justices of the Supreme Court, which began with the malicious leak <coughs> of the draft of the decision by members of the pro-abortion lobby, has failed just as the rhetoric of death of the democratic left, fueled by extremist movement 
and groups financed by George Soros Open Society has also failed. And it is significant to see how Check. violent and intolerant the reaction has been from self-styled liberals from Barack and Michelle Obama to Hillary Clinton, from Nancy Pelosi to Chuck Schumer, from the Attorney General Merrick Garland to Joe Biden, not to mention the declaration of politician and head of state from across the Western world. Actually, the following ought to be enough to make people understand the importance of this decision. Attacks carried out by the pro-choice groups, assaults against pro-life organizations, the desecration of churches, sins of hysteria on the part of supporters of the right to kill the innocent life of the unborn child. Emblematically, United Member for the Democratic Party, financed by Planned Parenthood, which in turn is financed by the government. The woke left, the followers of the Klaus Schwab's globalism, members of international Freemasonry, ideologues of the green chains and demographic reduction, propagandists of gender theory, LGBTQ ideology, and rainbow flags, adherence to the Church of Satan, who consider abortion as one of their rites of worship. Those who harvest and sell human fetuses from the death clinic, those who sell vaccine produced by human fetuses, and those who support the pandemic farce and their grotesque train of experts, all of whom agree that their cultural hegemony is now threatened, a hegemony that since 1973 has caused the death of 63 million children in the United States, who have been offered in human sacrifice to the Moloch of political correctness. Mm. Praise your brother. globalist world which has made the systematic violation of the human body its own ideological flag by imposing an experimental gene treatment on the population against all scientific evidence, is now tearing its garment as it claimed the right of the women to bodily autonomy and the right to kill the life the mother bears in her womb. This globalist world in which an elite group of subversive criminals are seized power and ascended to the highest of power in nations and international institutions, has now lost control of the United States of America, thanks to an historical decision handed down by wise justices, including the ones most recently appointed by President Donald Trump whose commitment to defense of the sanctity of human life has today achieved a great victory for America and for all those who look to her as a model to imitate.
many American states have already declared abortion illegal, and thanks to the decision of the Supreme Court, they will finally be able to recognize and protect the right of the unborn child. The Vatican Press Office, as well as the United States Bishops' Conference, are reacting to this historic day with a suspicious moderation, as if it is an embarrassing duty for them. Bergoglio is silent, but he was very talkative when it came to attacking Donald Trump or supporting Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden and Democratic candidates. His silence in the face of the victory of the good over the ideology of death or the world without God still equals the propaganda of the Bergoglian Church in support of the so-called vaccines and the Agenda 2030 of the United Nations, which is one of the main proponents of the reproductive health that has been imposed on nations precisely since 1973 with the Roe versus Wade. Not should we forget how the Pontifical Academy for Life, founded by John Paul II, has been disfigured over the last nine years by including members who are notoriously in favor of abortion and contraception. The hatred of President Trump and the network of the Deep Church's connection and interest with the Deep State have brought to light, among other things, the great contradiction of the Bergoglian Church which is committed to doing business with global high finance and pharmaceutical companies, even as economic and sexual scandals continue to emerge that involve both politicians and prelates. On the day on which the Church celebrates the feast of the most sacred heart of Jesus, and also the birth of St. John the Baptist, who leapt in the womb of his mother Elizabeth. The Lord has desired to grant to the United States of America the possibility of redeeming itself, ensuring that his man-made laws are coherent with the natural law impressed by the Creator in the heart of every person. And this is the essential basis that is necessary for a nation to be blessed by heaven, one nation under God. I hope that the American people will know how to treasure this historic opportunity, that they will understand that cannot be justice Anywhere the right to abortion is recognized, there cannot be peace and prosperity in a society that massacres its own children, and there cannot be liberty whenever license, vice and pride subvert the God's commandment.
Amen. <laughs> That's about all I can say to that. That's about all I can say to that is amen. He is a great man, is he not? He is something special. He is uh, <laughs> Can you imagine if we lived in a world where everybody understood that everything Archbishop Baganio said right there is all complete and total truth. And we all then wrapped our arms around each other and said, how, what are we going to do to fix this? It, um, it's an amazing time to be alive, man. It is. And I, I you know, just, I'm just so like, it's surreal for me, dude. <laughs> like I said, man, I, I was told chastised, you know, we all have been for daring to say that Roe had to be overturned and why it had to be turned and starting that fight from a grassroots level to try to raise the awareness in the, in the debate of why it was so important that we needed our voices back. We needed our constitutional Republic back and step one, we're on our way. <laughs> and they can't stop it. You can't stop the people's voice anymore. When you stop a, uh, a Supreme court from being political, it's all over for them. Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Warrior Mima dropping the ship on me. God bless you. Thank you for airing Vaganiel's message. Alan, I've been trying to get to it. Much love. No, no problem. No problem. You know me, man. Something like that. <clears throat> I won't miss it. Sean Joe, Tennessee, Tim, Mez. Thank you all. Thank you guys for the support today. I appreciate you guys very much. I hope the mic is a little bit better now. I, I don't, I still don't think it's my main good mic though. Or it's the right settings. I don't know. Um, channels, channel one, microphone, road procaster, audio processing, all on level is good to go. It's right in the middle. Phantom power is showing good. It's showing good. Everything on my mixer shows good. So I don't know. Hopefully it's good to go. All right. Um, five by five miss. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Aaron, good to see you out there, my friend. Hope all is well. The world feels different, lighter, more loving. It does, doesn't it? It's, it's not just me. Kakko, he is brave indeed. Um, yes, no problem. I'll get that link to you guys for sure. Uh, I saw everybody asking for it. Uh, Elizabeth, there's zero chance that Jim is fucking with people. All right. I know Jim. <laughs> That's not something he would do. So don't, don't. Don't discredit Jim's good name by by making it seem like he would do something like that. He doesn't. Akun isn't about a money making scheme. It never has been. So I, I hope I can be direct without being disrespectful with regards to that. All right, let me move forward. French President Marcon and Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau denounced the U.S. Supreme Court. In other news. Quite a remarkably telling situation when the foreign leaders of France and Canada begin to think that they have some political responsibility to deliver their opinions on decisions within the United States government. Yes, their pronouncements are fraught with stupidity considering their own national laws on abortion were are much more stringent than the United States. But that belays the point of their insufferable arrogance. 
Hey, Labergina, God bless you. The globalist outlook is structured around their own sense of importance. The protestations from Marcon are particularly ridiculous since France has a legal limit of 14 weeks for abortion. Gotcha, gotcha, Elizabeth. Much love. Emmanuel had this to say. Abortion is a fundamental right for all women. It must be protected. I wish to express my solidarity with the woman whose liberties are being undermined by the Supreme Court of the United States. Remember when we used to have the debate about is abortion a right? And, it, and it, it's just like they just assume that killing a baby is a right. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, the same man who forced all women in Canada to undergo a vaccine requirement or remove themselves from society, took the hypocrisy of his own women's health policy one step further than Marcon. Justin Trudeau, the news coming out of the United States, is horrific. My heart goes out to the millions of American women who are now set to lose their legal right to an abortion. I can't imagine the fear and anger you are feeling right now. No government politician or man should tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body. Unless it's about a vaccine, of course. I want the women in Canada to know that we only stand up for your right to choose. Clown. It is worth noting there are currently no Canadian laws that explicitly guarantee access to abortion as a right. Putting the recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling in the exact same place as the Canadian government position on the issue. Oh. Gotcha. However, Canadians more than 23 23 weeks into their pregnancy cannot get abortions in Canada. Instead, according to CTV, they travel to the United States to get the procedure. Isn't that great? No more. Of course, Minnesota. So. It's like they're trying to out-liberal each other. It sure does seem like it, doesn't it? Sure does seem like it. All right. Um, SCOTUS blog. Today's rulings. Where's my other one? Hold on a sec. So you don't, you don't have to look through all that. Uh, let's see. Wisconsin GOP. Larry Logan's got a post I want to read. Another family raided. Uh, Texas mayor. Margo Cleveland's got a thread I wanted to read. Aha. Technofog. There you are. Over there, high nine mean shit. Get back over here, Techno Fog. All right. Another big win for religious liberty at the Supreme Court today, five hours ago from Techno Fog. SCOTUS upholds a coach's right to pray. We talked about this last week that very likely this was going to be ruled in our favor in the favor of truth and justice in the American way, I should say. On October 23rd, 2015, high school football coach Joseph Kennedy knelt at the 50-yard line and bowed his head for a brief, quiet prayer. The game was over, and Coach Kennedy prayed alone. It was a quiet, reflective moment for the coach to exercise his religious beliefs. The school district objected, informing him it was unconstitutional. Wrong. Just because things you don't like doesn't make them unconstitutional, you freaking idiots. Three days later, after a football game on October 26th, Coach Kennedy again knelt alone to offer a brief prayer as the players engaged in pro-game traditions. Some adults joined him on the field as he prayed. That would be his final game. 
Shortly thereafter, the school district put Coach Kennedy on leave and prohibited him from practicing in, in, in any capacity in football program activities. The school district said he engaged in public and demonstrative religious conduct while still on duty as an assistant coach. No players have been coerced to pray with Coach Kennedy, and he otherwise had a spotless record. It didn't matter. The school district followed the recommendation that Coach Kennedy not be rehired the next year. Simply put, he was disciplined for praying at the wrong time at the wrong place. This morning, the Supreme Court upheld the right of Coach Kennedy to say a private prayer under the free exercise and free speech clause of the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. Justice Neil Gorsuch, writing for the majority, rejected the school district's argument that the suspension of Coach Kennedy was essential to avoid a violation of the Establishment Clause. Which is such a garbage argument, by the way. They only use that when they feel about something. When they, when they feel about a ruling they need, they use the establishment cause. It is shameful that this happened. And it says a lot about our school districts and the, uh, the, um, what the hell? Sorry. I just looked up and some lady was walking on hot coals in Spain in Spain. <laughs> completely lost my train of thought. I was like, thanks OAN for the complete distraction. Oh, where where were we? It is shameful that it just happened to him, but it says a lot about the unions in our country and why we need to end public unions. That's my next push. We need to end public sector unions. If we can get, if we, if we as a movement can get this done, we can end public sector unions. And that would be the greatest thing that we could leave our children. So let's get it done. Huh? All right. Um, Neil Gorsuch, writing for the majority, said that uh, the establishing an establishment cause violation does not automatically follow whenever a public school or other government entity fails to censure, censor public religious speech. He further noted that there was no evidence anyone sought to persuade or force students to, to participate, and there is no formal school program accommodating the religious activity at issue. This means that all religious references are not inherently coercive or otherwise an establishment cause violation. This court has instructed that the establishment cause must be interpreted by reference to historical practices and understandings. This is so freaking huge. The The story that's being told is why this is a huge win for, for the First Amendment, but strengthening the establishment cause is massive. Absolutely huge. <clears throat> Absolutely huge. In fact, uh, I see Glenn out there now. You see, you know why, why, why this is so huge, right? Justice Gorsuch. Let me just finish this up. Respect for religious exemptions in is indis indispensable in life in a free and diverse republic. Whether those expressions take place in a sanctuary or on a field, and whether they manifest through the spoken word or a bowed head, here a government entity sought to punish an individual for engaging in a brief, quiet, personal religious observance, doubly protected by free speech and free speech clauses of the First Amendment, of, by the free exercise 
doubly protected by the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment, and the only meaningful justification the government offered for its repraisal rested on the mistaken view that it had a duty to ferret out and suppress religious observances, even as as it allows comparable secular speech. The Constitution neither mandates nor tolerates that kind of discrimination. Jackpot. Ah, yes. Thank you for, for dropping the buy me a coffee links out there. If you can help me out, buy me a coffee. I appreciate you guys very much. Much love. Thank you for your guys' support. Duke's X Machine Prime. Thank you for the shades. Much love. Appreciate that. This continues Justice Gorsuch's strong defense of religious liberty. Previously, when the, when the New York Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn challenged the occupancy limits imposed on religious services by Governor Cuomo during the COVID-19 pandemic, Gorsuch came to their defense stating, there is no world in which the Constitution tolerates color-coded executive edicts that reopen liquor stores and bike shops, but shutter churches, synagogues, and mosques. Justice Garces is like so compromised. He's such a traitor to our country. Back to Coach Kennedy's case. Liberal Justices Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan dissented. The first sentence of Justice Sotomayor's dissent started with an inaccurate description of Coach Kennedy's actions. Quote, this case is about whether a public school must permit a school official to kneel, bow his head, and say a prayer at the corner of a school event. Unquote. What Sotomayor gets wrong, as always is how she feels about something. Uh, Sotomayor gets wrong is that this case was never about praying at the center of a school event. Coach Kennedy prayed after the school event was over. Sloppy writing reveals sloppy thinking, and the dissent never recovers from this error. Instead, Sotomayor only continues to make her mistakes, alleging Coach Kennedy's conduct caused severe disruption at school events. How can that be accurate if the school event had concluded when the prayer takes place? Sotomayor cites that the to the public's reaction to the prayer after the school event. Sotomayor cites to the public's reaction to the prayer after the school event, observing that mayors of the pu- members of the public reached rushed to the field to join the silent prayer. <laughs> members of the public rushed to the field. She also writes that the school district received calls from Satanists who intended to conduct ceremonies on the field after football games if others were allowed to. In other words, the liberal justices would curtail the proper exercise of a First Amendment right because of the public's reaction to the First Amendment right. However, as Justice Gorsuch made clear, the Establishment Clause does not include anything like a modified heckler's veto in which religious activity can be prescribed based on perceptions or discomfort. You poor little things, you... Taking matters further, Justices Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan found there there to be a strong argument that Coach Kennedy's prayer was, quote, speech in the official capacity as an employee and not entitled by First Amendment protections at all. (laughs) These justices announced their hostility to the exercise of free religion and speech and their disapproval of robust First Amendment protections. The true traitors of our country. It also exposed their unequal treatment of secular and religious speech and of secular and religious acts. Sorry. The school district's performance evaluation of Coach Kennedy advised against rehiring him because he failed to supervise student-athletes after games. 
but the school district allowed the other staff to forego supervising students after the game to do things like visit with friends and take personal phone calls. The rules were only applied to Coach Kennedy and the only one whose speech conduct was of a religious nature. For the liberal ring of the Supreme Court, it was acceptable for the religious conduct to be singled out and prohibited. This is consistent with Sotomayor's overall judicial philosophy in Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn versus Cuomo, which I referred to a few paragraphs above discussing Gorsuch. Sotomayor supported New York having more restrictive COVID-19 pandemic rules on houses of worship than big box stores and strip clubs. Be thankful that Sotomayor wasn't writing for the majority. Yeah. I'll conclude with a comparison of Coach Kennedy's case to Sotomayor, Kagan, and Breyer's defense of abortion rights in their dissents in, in Dobbs, which overruled Roe versus Wade and left the issue of abortion up to the states. The holding of Roe, quote, that the Constitution safeguards a woman's right to decide for herself whether to bear a child, was fiercely defended by the liberal wing of the Supreme Court. But that, quote unquote, right to an abortion was a court creation not mentioned in the Constitution, not part of the rights under the 14th Amendment, and not part of natural law. Yet here, we have fundamental rights specified in the First Amendment. These same justices see no issue with the state preventing the exercise of those rights. It appears some rights are valued over others. Indeed, Technofog, it does. Great article today in uh, his Substack. I'll get this one out there to you guys. As you guys know, I love reading Technofog. He's one of the one of the most respected out there when it comes to to legal writing and things like that. So find the best and see what they have to say about stuff. It'll help form your opinion. That's the way I look at things. So there you go. There's that link out there for everyone out there. Mike's good to go. Thanks for him, not free. I wish he would be the Pope. Can you imagine Vagano as Pope? Wow. This world would be a different place, would it not? <laughs> no doubt about it. Thanks again, comfortably known for the resub. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for dropping the links for the buy me a coffee. I appreciate that very much. Thanks to all the lurkers out there on uh, on all the different platforms, Cloud Hub and Tiger Network, all the spots. Don't forget, if you guys want to find uh, everything Uncensored Abe, check out uncensoredabe.com when you guys get time. That's where you'll find everything. All the show links, all the information about uh, that you that you need to find for if you want to help support or get a hold of me or whatever you want to do. Uncensoredave.com is the website. The podcast is Uncensored Abe. Just search that. You'll be able to find it on Podbean, iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify. Pick one, anyone. The True Social and Telegram links are at the very top right there. You can also uh, watch the show directly from the website and get yourself a cool T-shirt if you want. That's in the mix of getting fixed, too, now that i got other stuff around here fixed. Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, Rumble, Cloud Hub, Tiger Network, are where you can find the live show every day, every day, Monday through Friday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central. Previous shows are always up there. And if you want to help uh, keep the lights on, I could use your support. I appreciate you guys very much. Cash App, PayPal, and Patreon, we appreciate all you guys very much, as well as buy me a coffee. Thanks, guys, very much for your support. Don't forget to check out mypillow.com backslash Abe. <clears throat> 
we appreciate MyPillow for uh, supporting the, the show and us as a team here. Um, if you can get a free gift, and they have a flash sale on MyPillows right now, so check that out. They also have the, the slippers that are on sale uh, big time, so check that out, the Super Blowout Sale slippers. Buy one, get one free bed sheets, towels, pillows, and go anywhere pillows. And then they have the 50% off the mattress toppers. If you don't, we have a mattress topper, and I'm telling you, if you don't have a mattress topper and you're, you're either too soft or too hard on your bed, trust me, try one of their mat- mattress toppers. I love ours. I can't sleep without it. Uh, they also have the comp- complete mattress sweep system, sleepwear, loungewear. And I like the T-shirts and uh, different kind of stuff towards the bottom here, too, that, that are on the website. So um, I think they change these up different on different on based on different uh, you know presenters and podcasters and stuff like that. So check it out when you get time. MyPillow.com backslash Abe. You can call the phone number that's on the, on the bottom of the screen. Give them, give them discount code Abe, and you can get a free discount <clears throat> or a great discount, a free gift, and you can help the show out as well. So thanks, guys, very much. Facebook, True Social, and Gabblings are at the very bottom of the site there, as well as the P.O. Box. So check that out as well. Uncensoredabe.com, everything uncensored. There you go. All right, let's see what's what's going on out there. I still got lots of stuff to get to. Where did my gab go? I mean, my foxhole go. <laughs> I lost my foxhole. Just disappeared on me. <clears throat> Bottom of the site there as well as no, the P.O. stop button. talking. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Ebreeze, thank you for the can and Crystal Jane. Much love. Thanks, guys, for your support. Appreciate you guys. Everything that you guys do out there, much love. All right, so there you go. There's that. Uh, I still need to get to the other subpoena. I, I got to start moving here because I'm kind of like lollygagging along here, and I need to get some stuff talked about. <laughs> All right, let me clear my throat here again, and then we'll get to SCOTUS blood. Gotcha, Sam. (laughs) You have to keep him away from the cat this time. (laughs) Made in the USA, indeed. All right, today from the court. This is SCOTUSblog.com. We talked about the high school um, football coach one. Um, We talked about abortion, Dobbs, 6-3 ruling courts, uh, Concealed carry law, we got that one covered. Tantamount to nothing, Miranda rights cannot be uh, wronged. I don't know, articles that I'm just reading from here. Just kind of scan through, see what they got. Divided court sides with the government cutting Medicare payments to safety net hospitals in Becerra. That's good news. Supreme Court had another chance to topple the Chevron doctrine, a stalwart administrative law under the courts uh, generally deferred to federal agencies' interpretations of ambiguous statutes. Apparently, though, a single earth-saturning decision was enough for one day. In an unremarkable 5-4 decision, the court upheld a 2005 regulation that reduces Medicare payments to disproportionate share hospitals, or DSH hospitals. The court made no mention of the Chevron doctrine, appearing to leave it intact. That sucks. That blows. Um, how to move forward after the destruction of Raw versus Wade. Chief Justice John Roberts lost the Supreme Court in the defining case of his generation. The day Chief Justice Roberts lost his court. Abortion ruling highlights diverging paths of justices John Roberts and Samuel Alito. How's that for a nice selection of, uh, you know, <laughs> articles of um, centric, centrist articles <laughs> with no bias in them for SCOTUS blog. So just remember when you guys are reading SCOTUS blog, which you're getting, I'm sure most of you do. 
Um, Toria, I did indeed. I did indeed. Um, oh, I just not. I just now see it though. Just a small thank you. Why? Th- thank you. God bless you, Toria. I did not see it come through. Um, but thank you so much. Thank you for reminding me. God bless you. Thank you so much for that. I will. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna take the wife out for dinner with that. Is that all right with you? Or maybe upgrade upgrade another computer system. I I need to get a uh, uh, DVD drive. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. You love your master stopper. I love ours too. It's freaking awesome. All right, so that's the ones from Scotus Blogs. The, what I wanted to pivot to is <clears throat> you've heard me mention in the past about there's another um, gun case in the wings that could be huge in the fall term. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Robert, see, this is what I've been kind of trying to talk. Hey, Renai, good to see you. Robert's views precedent in a different way versus the more originalist judges like uh, Alito and Thomas. So when we've talked about like the complications of uh, interpreting law, thank you, Toria. God bless you. That so you're, you're so kind. Thank you. Um, when you look at um, the different ways of viewing constitutional law, you have the originalist, which obviously most, uh, you know, libertarian-minded people agree with an, an originalist point of view. And then you have the precedent or the historical uh, precedent combined with the idea that current norms should be more prevalent in the way that they rule. There are more judicial philosophies than they are you're a traitor. Um Tracy, thank you for the cash app. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. God bless you. Um, there are more judicial philosophies than they are you're a traitor because you think this way. Now, that's how most justices throughout history have thought. The, 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 combined, the, the battle between precedent, stare decisis, and current norms and originalism has always been why the courts have are, 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 are the way that they are. Okay, in the appeals court, the way they are set up, and then also why it's important to have different perspectives on them that aren't uh, based on an ideology. That's where the problem came. That's where the problem came in with Sotomayor and and um, Breyer and uh, why can't Ginsburg, geez, and Blackman and so many others is they were placed as puppets to to put an ideology instead of a judicial philosophy. And that's where that's where the courts have destroyed our country. And that's why Friday is so huge. So that's thank you again Tracy, much love. That that's so all right, so when you think about it that way, you Roberts, while he may be compromised in some ways, we don't know really what happened with the FISA courts. It, it's did the, did the FISA courts and Rosemary Calamayor, uh, you know, is she part of the deep state pack that knew what was happening or did they not know? We, we make kind of assumptions on what Roberts may or may not have known with regards to the FISA courts. You know, I mean, I, I, we don't really know. So, now, is Roberts likely compromised? Yes. Does he have rulings that are more ideological than others? Yes. So, you know, I'm just kind of stream of consciousness here, but 
So that's where, that's kind of where I'm, when I'm, anyways, let me just move on. You know what I'm talking about. On Thursday, the court issued its first major ruling on the Second Amendment over and over a decade, striking down a New York gun regulation and holding that the right to bear arms extends outside of the House. 14 years earlier, the court's modern jurisprudence, jurisprudence on gun bans began with the decision in District of Columbia versus Heller, striking down a D.C. gun regulation and holding that the Constitution protects an individual right to keep guns inside the home. This week, we highlight cert petitions that ask the court to consider, among other things, whether a post-Heller regulation that prevents anyone in the District of Columbia with a propensity for violence or instability from obtaining a license to carry a gun is unconstitutionally vague. Remember when I said red flag laws are going to be challenged. Alan Whitaker is a resident of Washington, D.C., who holds a handgun license. In April of 2019, police stopped Whitaker, who is black and wears dreadlocks, and his male cousin at gunpoint when they were returning from a gun range with Whitaker's daughter and girlfriend and stopped at a gas station at which a few other patrons got into an altercation. Noticing that Whitaker wore an empty pistol holster on his waist, the officers handcuffed the two men. They searched the vehicle as well as Whitaker and his family, found an amount of marijuana legally permissible in D.C. belonging to Whitaker's girlfriend, and seized both the marijuana and Whitaker's gun that was stored in a lockbox in the trunk. The police eventually released Whitaker and his family without charge, but they refused to return the handgun. After applying to register a new firearm, Whitaker received a notice from the Metropolitan Police Department that his gun license would be revoked. D.C. law allows the MPD to determine whether a person is a suitable applicant to own a handgun. The notice explained that the gas station incident, combined with Whitaker's misdemeanor criminal history that had been evaluated in his originally approved application for a gun license, distributed, distributed demonstrated a propensity for violence or instability unsuitable for a firearm owner. The concealed carry licensing review board denied Whitaker's administrative appeal. Whitaker filed suit in the DC court of appeals, which dismissed the case as moot after the MPD voluntarily reinstated Whitaker's license mid litigation. In Whitaker versus District of Columbia Concealed Pistol Licensing Review Board, Whitaker asked the justices to review two aspects of the appeal court's dismissal. On the merits, Whitaker argues that D.C. regulation is unconstitutionally vague and the propensity for violence or instability standard, Whitaker says, confers standardless discretion to the MPD to disqualify anyone for a gun license based on the agency's subjective judgment. On mootness, Whitaker asked the justices to rule out that his case still presents a live controversy. Gun owners in the District of Columbia must, must renew their license every two years because the MPD's decision to reverse its revocation of his license never conceded that the April 2019th incident does not provide cause to deny him a license. Whitaker argues nothing prevents the MPD from revoking his license for the same reason down the road. Two years ago, the justices dismissed as moot a challenge to New York's New York City regulation that banned the carrying of a gun at any public place except for a gun range. For example, at a gas station on the way to or from a gun range, an exact scenario asked about at oral argument. After the city repealed the regulation once the justices granted review, 
key to that decision was a fact absent here, a law passed in the interim by the state of New York that prevents any city or locality from reinstating a similar regulation. A list of this week's feature petitions are below. Lowry versus Joffe, whether in any circumstances, a president award that Cypress award that provides no direct relief benefits to member class, blah, blah, blah. Whitaker versus District of Columbia. Hopefully they'll pick up that one and that'll put the end of red flag laws. Suncor Energy versus board um, governs seeking redress for injuries allegedly caused by the effect of interstate greenhouse gas emissions and climate change. Seriously. Central specialties is whether before proceedings a qualified immunity analysis, courts must determine that a government official was acting within the scope of authority. Huh? That one we need to follow central specialties versus large whether before proceeding to qualified immunity analysis, the courts must determine that a government official was acting within the scope of his authority. Central specialties versus large. That's going to be interesting. Huh? Does it have, let me see. Oh, it has the link here. Check that out. Huh? Petition for writ century uh, filed on June 8th. So it's just a matter of if they're going to take up the case. So we'll follow. We'll check that out. It is a whole lot of infringing. I'm going to make a note for this. Let me put this in my legal docs folder so I can remind myself to look up this case. All right. (laughs) Shall not be infringed is a very hard thing to understand, is it not? It shouldn't be. It really shouldn't be, but yeah. Murdy and East Texas Ma, thanks for the new follows over there on Twitch. God bless you. And the great crowd over there on Rumble today, Stylie Girl and Ilda the Hunt out there hanging out. Much love. Glenn's out there working as well. Beachside, good to see you out there. God bless you. Thank you for your support again, as always. Much love, man. All right. What do we have here? DHS issues report. Patrick Byrne was right again again. <laughs> this is uh, an article written by Patrick Byrne, so I wanted to, I wanted to see what he had to say. You know me, I got I got to look into it. Well, not really, he says. The title of the actual DHS report, DHS report is rather prosaic. ICS Advisory twenty two dash one fifty four dash one cyber. Oh, this is the one that vulnerabilities of Dominion that we went through. The nine warnings that we discussed, according to CISA DHS. The vulnerabilities have had cases open to the National Institute of Standards and Technology where they are all awaiting analysis. Yes. (laughs) And so on and so on for nine vulnerabilities. Patrick goes on to say this. The DHS asserts that exploitation of these vulnerabilities would require physical access to image cast devices, access to election management system, or the ability to modify files before they were uploaded to image cast devices. In other words, exploiting these vulnerabilities would require someone to stand near or hack into the machines. So the DHS has explained that these systems have nine remarkable vulnerabilities, which... could allow an attacker to visit the parade of evils upon election systems listed above, any of which would compromise an election, has explained that NIST has uh, each vulnerability 
under analysis. And until they can only advise the clever remedy of don't let anyone stand near or hack into an election machine. And of the past, the DHS and CISA will now only say, quote, while these vulnerabilities present risks that should be mitigated as soon as possible, CISA has no evidence that these vulnerabilities have been exploited in elections. And so, therefore, all the articles get written. While CISA said, <sighs> the stupid game we play, dude. Call me a stickler, says Patrick, but that's a far cry from the most secure election in history, which has is now 18 months ago, and the DHS and CISA described the election of November 2020. I congratulate the DHS CISA for having reached an understanding that was my own on approximately October 30th, 2020. The truth is, as a fellow who built a $2 billion e-commerce company, I can promise that these election or these machines are riddled with nine technology failures that are not vulnerabilities as so much as they as failures. They are beyond remedy. They are the feature designed into them. That is why the DHS sounds so hapless in their proposed remedies. They have the issues under analysis and in the meantime suggest that no one be allowed proximity to a machine. Or ability to hack into one. So they got they're they're looking out for us guys. Don't worry about it. CISA's on it. In some, DHS and CISA acknowledges that the machines used in three hundred counties out of three thousand, but holding a far higher than ten percent of our population, was run on machines riddled with nine security vulnerabilities. It gets worse. In one place, only in the United States was uh, excuse me, in one place only in the USA was access to the system granted. And that was done legally by the county official in charge of keeping the county records of Mesa County and Colorado Grand Junction. <laughs> that was Tina Peters. My understanding is that Miss Peters is non-political, ran for office in 2018 over a matter having to do with parking tickets, but in May 2021 found herself in a situation where she suspected the Secretary of State of Colorado, Soros goon Jenna Griswold, was forcing her to comply with a cover-up by acquiescing to a smashdown of evidence on Miss Peters' county computers, a major federal felony. This caused Miss Peters to order that a forensic backup of her county's election computer be done, as was her right to do so. In fact, given her title of county recorder, I would say that was her duty. The resulting before image was done by a competent certified white hack security professional. After the technicians and representatives from the Secretary of State Griswold's office had left, and an after image was also made. Those two images found their way into the hands of a CEO of a cybersecurity firm, Jeff O'Donnell, and his collaborator, Dr. Walter Doherty, the professor of emeritus at computer science at Texas A&M, they wrote this Mesa, Colorado voting systems forensic report number three that we have read here on the channel. If you guys have uh, are well aware of it already, the report in summary is Patrick as Patrick summarizes here says this, the comparison of the before and after images showed that there was in fact a complete smashdown and the data behind the election 2020 was wiped out. My understanding is that, Every destroyed file is a felony, and there were roughly 100,000 such files destroyed. The before image confirm our worst suspicions. Three days into the counting, a new election database was created. 29,000 votes were swept into it, and the 
provenance of at least 6,000 votes and possibly the full 29,000 became impossible to establish. In other words, precisely what the DHS system report warns could be done on a machine was in fact found to have been done on the election computers of Mesa, Colorado, Mesa County, Colorado. This event could have been done in one of three ways. One, the county employees did it. But the county employees agree the new database was illegal, deny they did it, deny they knew about it, and deny they have the skills to have accomplished what was accomplished. The authors of Mesa County Forensic Report Number 3 believe them. They do not believe the county employees did it. Second option is an outside hacker could have done it. But they find no evidence of that, and they say that it would have been a remarkable hacker who could have masked the penetration and covered the tracks so thoroughly. The third option is it was a script, a process buried within the machine lurking. When it saw the election was not turning out as hope, that when one-third of the way into the counting ballots, the, uh, the numbers veered outside some predetermined guardrail, the process woke itself up and executed this quite complex task of creating a new election database within the machine, shifting 29,000 votes of which at least 6,000 have no provenance. For a discussion of this report, see, please see my 90-minute interview with Jeffrey O'Donnell. Recently, it slips into more dolphin speak than the public may be used to, but it is 95% clear of the dolphin speak. Uh... So it continues to discuss, to discuss um, Mesa. Uh, let me just kind of see what else he's got in here. Since November 3rd, the election integrity movement has been seeking to determine if any mischief was created. Yeah, you'd think. So assertions that our claims were baseless and the big lie turned out to be false. Not just false, frivolous. Constant blind repetition of a, of a mantra based on no actual knowledge and confidence that has proven to have been false. I feel thus entitled to take a bold step of saying that anyone who claims that our assertions are baseless show there's an intellectual duty to explain why. Thus, to the journalists who are coming out of the wall to contact me, I now propose this filter. Please write me an email acknowledging it, and I will. it will no longer be appropriate to use the words big lie or baseless to describe my assertions. Or if you still hold that it would be appropriate... Write me your explanation why, in the face of this DHS CISA report and the Mesa County Number no. 3 report, it would still be appropriate to use those words. A journalist not willing to do one or other is a journalist who feels unbound by rules of logic, of conventional discourse, and is not a journalist with whom I will engage. Henceforth, henceforth only with those who are willing to, to so engage are journalists for whom I have time. <laughs> Uh, so here's the, the reason why I wanted you guys to see this because Jeff O'Donnell and all of these guys, these great guys that are working behind the scenes, they, they have been working their asses off. And I wanted to make sure that I got this stuff out there to you guys. The report that's here in is very important to see. So do me a favor, share this far and wide, grab this link, drop it into your favorite social media and let people know. Yes, there is plenty of proof that the freaking election was rigged and there is no such thing as a big lie anymore. Spread the word about this stuff. The O'Donnells have been doing great work and Patrick's been doing what he can to just raise awareness. That's what I see. All the rest, whatever. 
all I see is people trying to raise awareness about a frivolous election or a fraudulent election, excuse me. How to plug in the thumb drive, Mighty? Exactly, Mighty Patriot. All you need to know is how to plug in the thumb drive. That's exactly it. You know, uh, Patrick's speculation there is interesting. Plug in a thumb drive to change an algorithm and you change the votes. Many different ways to skin that cat, right? No doubt about it. Good stuff. All right. Thanks, thanks guys, for being here today. I got about uh, 10 articles left and about a half hour left. So I'm going to try to get through the rest of these here quickly. I appreciate you guys for being here. As always, a good crowd working their way in here, as always, today. Thank you guys very much for being here. There's even a crowd over there on DLive hanging out. DLive is ass a hole. Do me a favor. Take your money out of DLive and put it into a platform like Rumble or or the Pill.app because they don't support free speech over there. Thanks, guys, for being here today, nonetheless, on DLive. Mr. Vax, <laughs> the big lie is the big freaking lie. No shit, huh? Good to see you out there, Stelly Girl. Ilda the Hun, much love. All right, guys, let's get to the rest of this stuff today. And we will get to uh, the rest. Uh, okay, so my post look like gibberish. Please forbid. <laughs> or not, I don't worry about it. All right, uh, what else do we have up here today? What do I have? Okay, we have stuff here in Wisconsin and a couple other interesting stuff that's out there. So let's, let's hop to it, shall we? Wisconsin GOP addressing Zuckerbucks in a statewide election integrity events, says the party director. There's a lot of uh, people <laughs> here in Wisconsin at the grassroots level that are not happy with Wisconsin and the Wisconsin Elections Commission. The Wisconsin Elections Commission is under a lot of flack because they should be just uh, done away with. But we got elections to win before we're going to be able to do that. So in the meantime, that we they've planted somebody else or not planted. There is a new leader of the um, Wisconsin Elections Commission, and I think we got to give him a chance. I mean, uh, people aren't, aren't really giving him a chance, but we'll see. Um, in exclusive interview with Epoch Times, Wisconsin GOP Executive Director Mark Jefferson said the party is trying to raise awareness to influence of Zuckerbucks in Wisconsin's recent elections and restore voter confidence during its current nine-city election integrity roundtables with the public. We think conser- uh, conservation... We think conversations lead to more involvement, which is going to lead to more confidence in the system, Jefferson said, referring to the election integrity events. They have featured training uh, and recruitment sessions for current and prospective poll workers. Right now, in addition to recruiting people to be poll observers and poll workers, we want people to know about some of the problems we've encountered in the past with Zuckerbucks, um, especially in places like Racine and Green Bay and really in all the major cities in, in Wisconsin. Uh, we've covered Zuckerbucks here and Siddle here plenty, so you guys are well aware of that. The sloppy process. Jefferson said the security of the 2020 election was subject to concern due to exacerbated irregularities caused by uh, record early voting. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I don't know. I thought there would be more in this article. Nonetheless, uh, the new Wisconsin Elections Commission is attempting to um to to get uh the elections fixed but yeah, freaking governor anyways all right let me just keep moving here there's a <laughs> i don't i don't really want to be like okay so our elections are still fucked don't vote right i don't want to really do a story like that so i'm just going to move on lara logan had this to say they are the benedict arnolds of today that caught my eye i wanted to read this for you guys today 
from Lara Logan. They slept peacefully knowing a seditious conspiracy of elected leaders, intelligence, law enforcement, and media, and others was underway, undermining the will of the American people, and targeted a legally elected president. They slept peacefully as the military went after its own endorsing political persecutions that purged the ranks. They slept through the nightmares of soldiers whose lives are being destroyed and careers ended over forced vaccine mandates. They lose no sleep as the military endorses and pushes the Marxist doctrine of critical race theory and militant gender politics created by the enemies of this country. Notice how their sleep is not interrupted by the cries of decorated military veterans coming from pr- coming from prisons where they are now political prisoners held without trial in violation of the Constitution and their habeas corpus rights. These men trade on their rank or position and exploit the information uh, dominance of a captured media to target the people they are supposed to protect. They are at best derelict in their duty to uphold the constitution and at worst complicit in seditious conspiracy to destroy this country. Some are active participants who stand to be exposed if the truth comes out, which is why they are exposing themselves now. We see them for who they really are, no matter how they practice to deceive. And we, the people, will never forget. American democracy is at grave risk of failing. Former CIA director um, Lara Logan uh, highlighting this article from... um, Hold on a second. Really? I can't have that link? This is June 22nd, 2022. We fought to defend democracy. This new threat to America now keeps us awake at night. For those of us that focus on domestic security, the forces of autocracy autocracy, now trump traditional foreign threats hands down. Uh, It's a discussion about uh, the January 6th panel. The following commentary about threats to American democracy was written by five retired U.S. Air Force and Army generals and lieutenant generals, including former CIA director Michael Hayden. And I am not going to read this because fuck them. <laughs> um, but God bless Lara for calling them out for who they are. The Benedict Arnolds of today. That is some fire right there, Lara Logan. Thank you for that. Good stuff. FBI raids the home of retired Texas couple who attended the January 6th rally. A couple denies any wrongdoing. A retired Texas couple says FBI agents on June 22nd broke through the gate of their rural home through flashbangs, handcuffed them, and trained lasers on them before searching their home for evidence connected to the January 6th breach of the Capitol. Laura DeWolf and Daryl Kenimer, who live on seven acres near San Marcos, Texas, told Epoch Times they attended the January 6th rally at the Capitol but did nothing wrong. They believe the FBI mistakenly identified Kenimer as someone else. The FBI didn't arrest them, they said. Agents eventually produced a search warrant saying Kenimer was suspected of assaulting, resisting, or impeding officers and entering restricting, restricted building or grounds. Both said they went no further than the Capitol steps on January 6th and didn't harm anyone or damage anything. 
They said the allegation of the assault was false, and the FBI kept showing Kenimer a blurry photo of a man who looked similar but wasn't Kenimer. He said, I I vacillate between feeling mad and helpless, the wolf said. I was really sad. We just wanted an honest election. They're corrupt, and they're trying to scare us, Kenimer said, adding he feels the FBI targeted him for just being at the rally. The ordeal began when their gate alarm uh, woke them up in the pre-dawn hours of June 22nd. At first, they thought a deer had tripped the alarm, but the wolf got up and saw a white car. He went and got his AR-15 and went outside, not knowing what to expect. He said, I'm seeing a single white vehicle moving pretty fast, and I was thinking someone's going to die. FBI officers got out of the vehicle, who told, um, who by that point, of course, he had his rifle pointed at him. He kept his rifle up and asked the FBI to show him a fucking warrant. At that point, they flashbanged him. (laughs) There was a drone above, and they never showed a warrant till the end. And the weaponization of the fucking FBI in this country continues. (sighs) Moving on. Texas mayor has decided that uh, he needs to resign. The mayor of a Texas suburb was arrested after being accused of trying to lure a teen for sex. According to the Dallas Morning News, Pilot Pilot Point Mayor Matthew McIlray, McIlravey, 42, was charged last week with online solicitation, I can't speak today, of a minor under the age of 14. The local police sting operation exposed McIlravey's... Mick Ilravi, how the hell, it has three eyes. Mick Ilravi, I guess, is got to be what it is. Mick Ilravi actions, which reportedly include more than one incident. Mick Ilravi, a, ma- a married father of two boys and an active member of his church, was arrested Tuesday following a five-month undercover operation by Dallas police. The mayor took office back in May and now stands accused of trying to meet up and engage in sex acts with a girl he thought was 13 years old. So you have fun in prison, you little fucking scumbag. No shortage of scum in this world. A thread by Margot Cleveland, if I may. She says, oh my gosh. I could not, <laughs> for the life of me, figure out why Representative Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee wanted to lie about Klitkowski. It now makes sense. They had to lie to connect Clark proposal to Eastman. Read Washington Post repeating of lies and reread my piece. A show trial is one thing. Blatantly lying to the American public and maliciously defaming a lawyer is another. Shame on Liz Cheney. GOP needs to demand full transcripts be released now. I am draw jaw dropped now, she says. Yes, I know they lie. Yes, I know they are evil, but this makes Machiavellian look like Gandhi. Post Twitter, Joe Pollock is also covering the story here. This is big. January 6th committee hearings caught lying about testimony. Key witness fights back. Ken Klukowski accuses January 6th committee of withholding and misrepresenting critical evidence Challenges it, challenge it to release his full transcript. 
And he is right. This is huge. The January 6th committee blatantly lied about cooperating witness to create non-existent connection between Clark and Eastman. And I confirmed the lie with my source who confirmed witness testimony. But January 6th committee has documents that also confirm his testimony, but are keeping those secret along with the DOJ lawyer's deposition. Every conservative should be screaming about this. Release the January 6th depths. There you go. Just another day for the unselect committee. Indeed it is, cat girl. Uh, good stuff by Margo. That's what investigative journalism finds, man. I just love highlighting them. Judge rules New York City election law unconstitutional. Another huge day in the Supreme Court today. New York Judge Ralph Porzio ruled on Monday that New York's extension of the voting rights to non-citizens violates the New York Constitution. Who knew? The state's election law and the municipal home rule law. Oh, does it really? Can we go back to 2020 now and, you know, all those illegal votes? Can we go ahead and throw those out now? No, 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 no. We don't do stuff like that. A bill creating a new class of non-citizen voters, potentially numbering as many as 900,000 new voters in New York City's municipal elections, was passed by New York City Council in December of 2021 and signed by Bill de Blasio. After 30 days without action from de Blasio, the bill was considered adopted under the council's new rules. As the order from Judge Parisio explains, the New York State Constitution expressly expressly establishes voting qualifications for vote local elections and is defined as a right of citizens. Oh, gee, who knew? Maybe New York will finally actually have the, you know, uh, a representative uh, democracy in their next election instead of selections. In addition, New York's election law states only citizens may vote in elections. Oh, I did, who knew? <laughs> New York's home rule law also mandates that local laws may not be inconsistent with provisions of the Constitution or any general law. Yes, yes, yes. It's clear that this attempt to expand voting rights to non-citizens was an illegal move from the word go, and the court order makes it clear that such a policy is impermissible simply and solely for the reason that the Constitution says that it cannot be done. (laughs) That is freaking huge, dude. Today's ruling is a huge victory for election integrity and the rule of law. American elections should be decided by American citizens, remarked RNC chairwoman. Chairman, chairperson, Ronald McDaniel. The RNC is proud to head a broad coalition in successfully challenging this unconstitutional scheme and will continue to lead the efforts across the country to ensure only citizens can vote in American elections. Great, great win for the RNC today. Congratulations to them. And a hat tip, as it's good to see them, uh, you know, finally get a win underneath their belt. Today, uh, prayers out to Missouri as uh, 243 passengers were on a plane that suddenly derailed today. The news is fake and the war is real. This is often the type of things that we see. And this has the full tell signs of something not quite right here happening, guys. Apparently, this train hit a uh, giant truck in the middle of the tracks, sent a... Um, The train over on its sides had 243 passengers aboard, and um, it does not look, look at the, it's just not, does not look good. 
Um, about a hundred miles northeast of Kansas City is where that happened. Um, the train was traveling on a straight, uh, high-speed section of the track. It last reported this uh, speed was at ninety miles an hour five minutes before the crash. Don't know if the, if uh, the engineer had a chance to stop or slow down. But nonetheless, uh, a horrific scene today in Missouri as um, a uh, Amtrak train has hit a uh, track. It has hit a a, a giant uh, truck on the tracks. It just the the scene and everything about it to me just appears to be uh, a uh, attack of some kind. But that's my first take on it. We'll see what comes from it, and we'll cover more of that tomorrow. Voicemail from Joe Biden. Prayers up to everyone involved, indeed. I think you're clear, says the voicemail from Joe Biden to Hunter Biden about a New York Times report, report on his Chinese business dealings provide, proves he did speak to his son about his relationship with, with a criminal dubbed the spy chief of China. Huh. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> You knew that's who. Hey, Palace Dad, it's eight fifteen. Um, on uh, hold on, let me boost this so you can hear good old Joe in his own words. The fact that the media covered this stuff up, man, it's just fucking nuts. Here it is. Wednesday night, if you get a chance, give me a call. Not, nothing urgent. Just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think you're clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. I hate it when that happens. Uh, We'll just go to breaking news here for the last nine minutes or so and see what else is going on out there. All right. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the, uh, with regards to that, that crash, but, uh, I can see if, if there's anything else out there with regards to it here. Let me check in on breaking news and see if there's anything out there. Um, multiple people have died and at least 50 injured on an Amtrak uh, Southwest chief train. They hit a dump truck at a public crossing and derailed near Menden. The derailment happened about 100 miles uh, northeast of Kansas City. Uh, the the Sheridan County Ambulance Service could not confirm how many people were killed. Family members are who are looking for updates can call one eight hundred five two three nine one zero one. Uh, 
Um, let's see. Sheriff made an announcement this afternoon. Uh, I don't know. Nothing really new that I can see. Uh, let's see here. Fifth Circuit agrees to reconsider a federal employee's case challenging the Biden administration's federal employee vaccine mandate. That's out there today as well. Today's order vacates that earlier Fifth Circuit panel decision and leaves the trial court's injunction in place. Good news. Committee, Arizona Forensic Audit results revealed kinematic artifact detection. Huh. Jovan Pulitzer with some new stuff out there. Uh, let's see. What else is going on out there? Nancy Pelosi in the news. Whatever. Screw that bitch. Um, wasn't that uh, close to Trump's last rally? Uh, not really, no. Uh, Trump was in Illinois. Mike Lindell announces 21 new MyPillow spinoffs <laughs> from the Babylon Bee. Need a ban on trains or a ban on dump trucks? Uh, let's see here. What else is out there? Telegram updated. Hey, thanks. What's going on? Brian Cates out there today. Another Supreme Court room from Technofog. He's got that one up there. EPA ruling waiting on. This is the EPA ruling we're waiting on. If they continue to streak with this ruling, we'll cut the power of the Biden's pen. It will be a huge meltdown. I hope so. Uh, we are also waiting on, on, on remain in Mexico in the Supreme Court. Indeed, we are waiting on both of those to come. Uh, let's see here. Got the fifth circle one out there. Prayers up for Dr. Zelenko. Indeed, hopefully he's hanging in there. That's about it. Looking kind of quiet out there today, guys. Nothing really new. A reporter on PNN. It matters because. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me see what this is. It matters because, as Doni said, I mean, at one point heading into the 2020 election, as much as 20% of the American people said they believed in it, and the QAnon iconography and all that nonsense was evident in January 6th. It's important to highlight how totally nutburger the collective conspiracies pushed by this account were. But what's interesting to me is not only that it stopped posting after Trump left, and all its predictions were basically exposed to be bogus. There's no but predictions, The language dummy. being used now about, you know, shall we get, play another game? indicates what I think many people thought, which is that this was a live-action role-playing game centered around a conspiracy. And it was a way of gamifying conspiracy theories. And look how many people were sucked into it, particularly during COVID. So, uh, you know, it, it, the number of people have been identified <laughs> as possible sources of Q. Um, and, and I do think this is the kind of thing that should be looked into, given how much it captured the imagination. But let's reinforce that this is a completely baseless nutburger conspiracy that still managed to wag the dog of our politics for a point. <laughs> I just say, I mean, there's... <laughs> it matters because, as Donnie said, I mean, it... <laughs> oh, that still manages to wag the dog. <laughs> 
picture signified force Q. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Julian's rum. That's that's a good call by Julian's. Yeah. Force the media to talk about it. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. How much time do I got? Three minutes. You guys still out there or what? LARP is pointing out LARP surreal. <laughs> nah, he's just saying that. Gotcha. All right. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for hanging out today, guys. Um, be back again tomorrow with whatever else is going on out there. I don't see anything else really breaking out there. Um, Prayers up to, to everyone out there with regards to uh, the train wreck and everything else. And um, stay strong, guys. A little good news from me. My birthday was yesterday. Went uh, fishing and came home and ate cake. Nice, Tim. You catch anything? I have not gone fishing yet this year. I have been way too freaking busy with the house and everything else. But anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate you guys very much. And I'll hopefully make sure you got my, got my audio stuff figured out, figured out now at this point. So may, let me, you know, uh, Politius, if it's good to go. And I uh, appreciate you guys very much. 5245 gold pills. You guys are freaking amazing. God bless you all. E-Breeze and Crystal Jane, the last two that I missed. Thank you very much. Much love and God bless you all. I will go ahead and release the scratch-offs for you guys out there today. Thank you very much for being here today. Much love. Let me say hello to everyone over there. Hello and goodbye to everyone over there on Rumble and Twitch. Much love. Thanks for being here today, guys. Cat Girl, Wheezy Girl, Chris Shouse, Donahoe. Thank you for being here today. Uh, Jenny B., Johnny B. Yeah, that does say Johnny B. Dr. J. Blazer. Good to see you out there as well as Comfortably Numb. Wheezy Girl. OG Mary. Wiz is in the house. Susan Groves. All the great patriots. Dr. J. Blazer. Kako, all you guys over there on Twitch. Much love and God bless you all. Thanks for being here today, guys. And everyone over there on Rumble. Thank you very much. I see a Rumble rant coming through. B-Car 1. Five hours. When does SCOTUS decide on AR accessory case? Very soon, probably in October time frame, I think is when that one will be. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the cup of coffee, B1 car. I appreciate that very much. Much love. God bless you. Mr. Vax, just mojo. Ilda the Hun. One Patriot, Dave. A um, lot of great Patriots over there. Uh, gr grafted in out there, hanging out as well. Much love. God bless you. Helly Rose and Denise. Much love. God bless you all. Thanks for joining me here today. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow with a multi-view scheme. And just hanging out and having fun. You know what I'm saying? Talking about the news and just trying to find out the stuff that's important. God bless you all. See you guys tomorrow. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.